Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Star Spangled Eurovision. My name is Max, and I am here with my lovely co-hosts, Alex and Bart. Hey, guys! Hi, everyone! And we are here with yet another four songs counting down to Eurovision 2021. So... What songs are we going over today? We are going over the songs from Poland, Latvia, Iceland, and Sweden. Sounds like it's going to be a strong day. Well, we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Our first entry today is from Poland, who is sending Rafał, I think is, how do you pronounce that? Rafał. Rafał, with the song The Ride. Let's take a listen. down to me that he told me when I was a freshman in college and he said there are only two kinds of people who wear glasses inside blind people and assholes <laughs> and the fact that he's wearing glasses at night just reminded me of that and Max said that, that he had never like seen a picture of him with like out wearing sunglasses yeah. he's like okay this just tells me that he's an asshole um I, going off of what we were talking about last week with like this being another one of those kind of 80 songs and there are quite a few of those in this Eurovision, I don't hate it, but I also don't love it. But I wouldn't, like, I'm not going to give it points, but it's definitely not like the worst thing I've heard. Like, it's fine. This is like bottom of my list, to be honest. It's truly the like most blah, boring like, not even a bop kind of, like, song to me. Like, it's not even, like, boring in the way that, like, we thought, like, Vasile and Victoria were boring. This is just so, like... The, it's forgettable to the point where, like, I think last week when I was... When we were talking about Greece and I said, Greece is my least favorite of the 80s tracks, it's because I literally forgot that this one existed. Like, if you were five shots deep at a Eurovision club, would you be singing this song? I would probably go get another drink. This would be my, like, bathroom and go back to the bar break. (laughs) Waiting for Fuego to come on a fourth time that night. Fair. Yeah, my only defense of Poland is that I feel like Vasile is worse. (laughs) Um, And honestly, this is, like, pretty much on par with Denmark um, in terms of bad 80s songs. But, yeah, this really isn't great. I can't really defend it that much. Like, I fully take on that, like, I don't think it's very good. And it's pretty boring. I don't know. There's, like, at least for Denmark, there's some, like, earnestness to it. And you're just, like, you're, like, laughing with them. But 
This, you're just like, this is embarrassing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it's embarrassing. I think it's just he, like, He dresses blah. really well. Yeah, okay. I guess you're right. It's not embarrassing. It's just so nothing. And he looks like an asshole. <laughs> yeah, that might be it. I just... Poland, <laughs> what are you doing? I just feel like on this one, it like feels like they almost tried, and like the music video could be cool, but then like none of it's good. Yeah. So you're just like, your show just not tried. Like, it almost, like, takes itself too seriously. Yeah. I mean, I want to go to that museum. That, like, that place looks cool. <laughs> it's... The fact that they're, like, men in, like, like dressed really nicely kind of brings me back to Sweden where they did that performance on the treadmills. But, like, it didn't bring any of that excitement, and the song was just kind of boring and didn't, like, bring out that, oh, like, look at this sex appeal. I'm just like, meh. Like, yeah, because, like, this Sweden in, in 2017 was just like, ooh, look at these, like, hot, slick men without any of, like, the weird, threatening, toxic masculinity that I'm getting from this video. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely some problematic lyrics in this song. <laughs> All right, well, let's stop talking about it and move on. A little bit to the northeast, to the Baltics. Next up, we have Latvia, who is gracing us once again with our chaos queen, Samantha Tina, and her song, The Moon is Rising. The queen of the night is coming The blood moon is rising When I'm walking like this with an attitude You should know that I'm coming after you You can run, you can hide, but you're mesmerized in your mind, I'm already idolized Playing dirty, not my case Giving up hopes, not my case Being envious, not my case You got something to say, say to my face The queen of the night is coming The blood moon is rising Get ready for it Yeah, I just don't get it. And, like, I know <laughs> that I'm not supposed to get it, but it's just, like, a mess. And I just... <laughs> I feel the same with any lasses, but I'm, like, I'm all for her, and I'm, like, yes, queen, girl boss, but also, like, I never want to listen to it. Like, literally ever. Like, I don't... Like, it kind of hurts my ears. <laughs> okay. And I'm sure it'll be, like, like a moment, like, when she sings it live, so it'll be, like, batshit crazy. But I, yeah, I, it's like not a good song. <laughs> I don't know. The day this like came out, I think Alex and I were going to drive to some park for a hike. And I'm like, we have to put this on so that I can just scream to the heavens. Like the queen of the night is rising. Yeah, I think when that happened, <laughs> I like clutched the steering wheel really hard. I'm like look left and right and was like what is going on I'm so confused but then I mean honestly she's just cool <laughs> like I don't get it and like yeah there are times where I'm like what the but I'm like I love her <laughs> listen I just 
this is just purely cuckoo bananas. <laughs> and I fucking love it. Like, this is just, it's, it's beyond camp to just, like, absurdity. I don't even know. But it's also, just so like, silly. She was spraying antiseptic into the air, like, before we knew COVID was coming. And <laughs> I feel like this is just another... Like, she's, it's telling us something about the future. I just don't know what it is. It's in the first line. The queen of the night is coming. The blood moon is rising. What the fuck does that mean? Apocalypse. <laughs> We're all gonna die. Samantha Tina is bringing on the apocalypse. Uh, El Diablo <laughs> is coming to take us. A fall and then a fallen angel will come and save us. <laughs> fallen angel is El Diablo. How many times it? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Maybe those horrible Amen songs will come in handy. <laughs> That's what they're there for. They're here to protect or try to protect us from Samantha Tina, but really, they stand no chance against this like weird. Somewhat rootsy, but also with a K-pop drop and weird theatric intro. What genre is it? Who the fuck knows? I don't know. It's a goddamn mess. Bar- yeah, Bart and I were <laughs> discussing whether or not it was appropriation, but that the way that it's carried out and because it's such a mess, it's like I don't think it can be appropriate of anything. <laughs> or if it is, it's not doing a great job at it, in which case... You can't really be mad. <laughs> I just, I want to say it's Samantha Tina being her own damn self. <laughs> I love it. I'm oh, really losing it over this. <laughs> I love this Can you this imagine, one. like, if, if, I mean, what, what kind of kid she must have been in school? Like, it's like, <laughs> what group do you even fit in, girl? <laughs> uh, clearly, like, the misfits and the drag queens. No, I think they would find her to be, like, Wait, what? <laughs> she would steal the about? show at any drag show for sure. <laughs> we should move on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's move on to our next song. So once again, we from Iceland, we have Dadi Ogadna Magnid, uh, this year coming back with the song 10 Years. Last year, they were... Far and away the favorite to win, so let's see if the song this year lives up. Dadi had massive shoes to fill. His own shoes, to be fair. Um, But I really like this song. I think it is not the winner that Think About Things was. 
But I think much like The Roop this year, I like this song better. But the whole package is not quite all the way there for me. I just think that, like, maybe it's the fact that we're seeing it sort of, like, again. Like, this isn't our first introduction to Dali and, like, the quirkiness that it's really just sort of giving us a lot of the same general, like, vibe. And it doesn't quite reach those heights, right? Maybe because it's just, it, it loses a bit of that novelty. But I don't know. It's, I don't want to say it's missing something because I think musically speaking, I do actually think this is a really great song. Um, like I really, I really enjoy listening to it and like jamming out to it while walking um, or driving or whatever. But um, yeah, I think it's missing a little, not even missing whimsy, but there was something about the whole package of Think About Things that was just like truly perfect. Whereas 10 years, I don't think, I don't think really hits it. But again, I really like this song. I think Dali is an excellent songwriter. Like he knows how to like craft a hook. Like I don't think anyone else does. Like, I don't know. I, I really enjoy this. Like I really, really like this and I cannot say that enough. But I don't think it's, I don't think it's a winner. I mean, I think that Think About Things, like, one of the reasons why people loved it so much was it was just a super unique concept to write a song about. And I think that uh, 10 years is just, like, a lot of people, you know. I mean, it's just, it's it's about traditional, like, love, and it's kind of something that's been gone over before. And I think that that's maybe... The, the whimsy or the thing that's like missing like that it factor because I, I do agree with you like it's a good song but I I, I don't think that this one's gonna win this year um and I hope that I mean I think that it was really cute to see them in their little outfits doing a little bit of a dance the first time around but I do hope that they put a little bit more into the staging come Eurovision um if they want to kind of get a little bit farther because I think that with this particular song, it needs more of a boost. Yeah, I agree. It's just like a little too low key. Yeah. For to really live up to what they had last year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I was going to say everything you guys said, and I almost want to believe a little bit more in it because I feel like the world just hasn't been great. Like I feel like their performance when they did it live on Iceland television, like the stage feels really cramped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like it feel like it just gives it like a much more of like a cramped like late night tv show feel which it mm-hmm. did as opposed to like a festival performance and like the music video is kind of just like the same thing as think about things for like you don't really get like there was just such like a joy to the think about things live performance that i would agree with you guys just like feels kind of lost in this one and like I mean, I feel like we tried to say that, like, we would try not to compare to last year, um, but, like, it's really kind of impossible when you give us this where it's, like, the same vibe. Last time it was about his daughter or son, I'm not sure. Um, I think daughter. This time it's about his wife. Like, they have the same kind of, like, cutesy dance moves. Like, they're in the outfits again, and you're kind of like, okay, it kind of just feels like last year, but without the same kind of, like, punch or juice. And I don't think that that is, like, enough. I think that, like, unfortunately, the reality is, like, it probably would have won last year. And now this year, it's like you had to outperform yourself last year to yeah. to win. 
And I think had we gotten something like this without having had something like think about things last year, like if Dottie was brand new this year and this is what he gave us, I think we'd all be a lot more excited about it. But again, I think just the fact that he truly was, I think, probably the most, not even just the most likely winner, but I think we just like everyone agreed that like Iceland would have won in 2020 had there been a competition. Like living up to that, I think it was just impossible to begin with. So, yeah, I mean, he but, did well. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like still going going back to my original point. Like, I still think that think about things and and the content of it and its originality and its form because it's not just the performance and the fact that they have their little dance and their little outfits, like. I do think that a lot of it was just the song. Like people were actually just streaming and listening to that song all the time. And I don't think people are doing it with this song. And I think that it's because it's like, yeah, but it's just about like you loving your wife. It's not about you like wondering what your kid think, you know, like it was just, it's, it was a very original concept and something to write about that had people going like, ah, like, yeah, like, that's a very cool concept, whereas it's like, okay, like, you loving, having been with your wife for 10 years and still loving her is, like, just not as exciting. I don't know. I, I still think, like, lyrically, it's still, like, cute, and he's got those, like, little bits where he's just like, everything about you, I like, like, just, like, cute little hooks like that, where I think, like, you can still... You still definitely get the message, and you're like, "Ah, oh, cute, okay." Oh, I'm not like, saying it's not like, cute. Like, I'm just yeah. saying it's not unique. I, like, it's not oh, as unique no. as think about. But things. I don't necessarily think that's what people were necessarily responding to as much last year. I mean, if you were like thinking about it a little longer than you know, as than it took to like watch something once, you know, then maybe. But like this, this is just not as I think. What think about things had was it was like perfect for like going viral on TikTok, which it did. Right. You know, like it was super memeable and also something we hadn't really seen before. Whereas, So like, are you saying that you think that if they had released Think About Things, but they'd released this song that it would have gone viral? And no, no. That, what I'm saying is that this is not this doesn't have the same sort of viral capacity to go viral. I think it's not as it's not as amenable to that, I guess. Okay, no, no, no. The reason why I was asking was because I thought you said that you you felt like this song like structurally might have been. I think this song better. structurally is more interesting to me personally as a listener mm-hmm. than think about things. Like I honestly got a little bit tired of think about things last year, whereas I maybe it's still too early in these seasons, but I don't see myself getting tired of this. Mm-hmm. Um, think about things like honestly, I would skip it more often than I listen to it as like a whole package as like a performance um, and everything like that. Like I really, really loved it, but mm-hmm. just as a song, I didn't love it as much. Okay. Just like with the root last year where I didn't really listen to on fire at all, mm-hmm. but I loved the whole package. Whereas I think I like disco tech a lot more as a song mm-hmm. and something that I listen to, but the whole package isn't there for me. Okay. I mean, I don't like either of the root songs, <laughs> but uh, I think last year was better overall. I think I actually liked the root song last year better, but yeah, I think I don't know. I did like think of things a lot. And I think I would agree with, I guess what I was add to Alex's is like, I feel like think about things had multiple entry points for like, you could be interested by the lyrics. Like I'm not a lyrics person, but like I thought it was really catchy and like whimsical and like it had, and then like it could go viral on TikTok with the dance. And that was like a thing. 
And I actually, like, I do really like 10 years. I feel like I want to, like, save. But I feel like that's just the thing is you're like, I really like this, but. And, like, yeah. that's not what you want to be saying about something. Like, I think that, like, the choir moment is really nice. I think that, like, it's catchy. I think that, like, the lyrics are clearly very heartfelt. But, like, it's just missing some kind of, like, it factor. Yeah. And I know, like, it's it's hard for bands to like really live up to something like amazing that they brought last year. But I think there were our acts who did that this year, who we really liked last year. And I mean, you'll, you probably both will probably disagree with me about like, for example, Ukraine with Shroom, which I loved Solve last year, but Shroom really blew me away this year. Um, but like, for example, like Malta, right? Like we'll talk about Malta mm-hmm. next week, but, um, you know, we well, we all loved Destiny last year. I think we can all agree that, like, she really brought it this year, right? And so, like, there's always a way to exceed expectations, even if they're really high. But like you said, Bart, you know, it's like, oh, I really like it. But that's, just, that's like, the moment you're like, mm, it's not going to win. Can I just have my, my final point real quick? And that is I, I'm really thankful for the fact that his wife is in the band And I think that there is basically a 0% chance that we're going to have a super awkward kiss at Eurovision, (laughs) which I just, I absolutely hate when the band member, because it feels forced, it's super uncomfortable, and I'm just not here for it. So, and I already know that Daddy's not going to do that, and if you do, I'll be super disappointed. But um, I think that it's cute that there's that dynamic and we know that she's on stage and whatnot. And he's kind of singing it about her, but that we're not going to have that awkward ass interaction. Oh, I do kind of hope it's like, they maybe play on that because she's like quite literally half his height. And like, if he just like awkwardly has to like lean down to kiss her, like it would be cute if they just like, like intentionally awkwardly <laughs> make a thing out of that in the staging. I don't know. I think that'll be cute. Daddy, if you're listening, think about it. <laughs> he's not. Fuck. You know what, Bart? Okay, maybe in my dreams, some of the Eurovision stars who we talk about nicely are listening to this. In my dreams, Uku's listening to me. Shit on him and getting nagged. Everyone wants to hook up with me. <laughs> All right. Well, that is it for Iceland. Let's move on to our other Nordic country for the evening. We're Sweden. going to Sweden. Sverige. Yeah. We're going to Sweden, uh, whose Melody Festivalen is one of the biggest events of the year, and this year's winner of Melody Festivalen and thus Eurovision entry for 2021 is Tusa with his song Voices.
so a couple of things like is this my favorite Eurovision song like no but I like when I listened to it the first time I didn't even actually know that it was Sweden it was just on the playlist but now that I've seen the video um I actually really like it but there's a personal reason to really liking it and my personal reason to really liking it is as a minority who grew up in the Nordic countries like the story of people who don't look Nordic is just not something that's very often told. And it makes me so incredibly happy to see generations of people who aren't blonde haired and blue eyed who can, who can make it right. Like Melody Festival and is such a big deal. Like seeing the mamas and us seeing like to say like here, like, that just it warms my heart and like it no it's not my favorite song but I'm gonna like root the hell out of it like I love seeing the families in the background and I love that like Sweden voted for this like I'm just I think it's like so sentimental to me that I do really like it and I know that that <laughs> embraces far more than the song itself but mm-hmm. it's really hard to describe like growing up in a culture in a country where like you really don't see yourself reflected in a lot of art and it's just it's becoming so common now um and it's just really beautiful to see yeah that's three years in a row right yeah limbic mamas and things like yeah like it's yeah it's just i freaking love it and i know that it's three years in a row but I, i just i don't grow tired of it And I think that his voice is very good. Like, you can debate whether or not this song is interesting, but he has a really nice voice. And the fact that, like, they have been, like, that people who are minorities or whatnot have been winning is just, it holds, it holds value. And it means a lot to a lot of communities in these countries. Um, the diasporas are not as big as they are in countries like the United States. So obviously, like, if you see someone who isn't exactly like blonde haired or blue eyed, it means a lot. And this was just really cool. I mean, like, I hear and respect all of that. And I just think it's a bad song. And I think <laughs> that, like, Tuesday is disserviced by it. Like, I just don't think it's a song that, like, because I feel, I honestly just think people are like, he's such a charismatic performer and his voice is so great. And I was like, I can see that that is there, but I don't think the song shows it off. It's like so blah, a million voices feel so cliched. I was saying just like any song that talks about haters needs to be like sent back to 2006. Like, yeah, but I, I'm sorry, but at the same time, like when has a, like, has Sweden ever sent anything that literally isn't that? Isn't what? Like, talking about, like, the haters or, you know, like, obstacles, like, the 2000s cliches. Like, that's literally the Nordic brand for all the countries. I mean, that wasn't the Mamas last year, or... Oh, 100%. I mean, it's, like, it's a, yeah, like, generic, like, inspirational, but, like, I don't know, like, there is... There's something about this song, and, like, again, I like Tusa. I think he's really sweet. He's a good performer. He's got a great voice. I agree with you, Bart, fully. This song is fully disservice. It's fully disservice to him. Just because it's so generic, even for Sweden. Like, it is just ridiculously manufactured. <laughs> you know, like, just to me, 
it is so soulless that not even someone like Tusa, who's so vibrant and young, can like breathe soul into it. Um, I just I I don't get any like authenticity from it. Like yeah, he like comes through in his performances like this like young, vibrant, cool guy, but the song really is just so so basic <laughs> and overproduced and cliche. Like I'm not like everything in your vision can be cliched. Like we get that a lot, but it's cliche to the point of just meaning nothing. I don't know. That's just how I feel. About that. And like, I've also just like, I've literally heard this chorus before. Like I'm pretty sure this is just the chorus from Timber by Pitbull and Kesha that's slowed down in like in a slightly different key. And then it took like the, the hook from Starboy and threw it in there. Like, yeah, I mean, I just feel like the reality is just, like, Sweden is held to a different standard in this competition, and that's kind of the reality of it, and I just feel like they always do some, like, really good, slick pop songs, and, like, that's just the truth, and I think there always just needs to be, like, some other kind of X factor in it, like, and I feel like even going back to, like, Benjamin and Grosso, like, that was kind of one, and, like, even kind of Robin Benson, like, there's kind of ones that's like, this is a fine pop song, but, like, it doesn't pop to me. Like, I just, because of that, like, I feel like if any other country sent this, I'd be like, oh, that's fine. Like, it's a decent pop song. But then for Sweden, it just feels kind of like, okay. Like, that's fair, yeah. I just feel like they're kind of like your caliber is so high that, like, the standard, I feel like, is a little higher. I think your point about the X Factor is right. It's, like, everything at Melody Festival is just extremely sleekly produced, right? Like, that's never going to be a question. It's just, like, what's really the thing that sets it apart? And I think, like, people voted, I think, for Tusa, right? Like, yeah. I think he did a good job of selling it, in a sense. But I'm not getting the same, like absolute joy that I got from the Mamas, for example, right? Even though their song, I would say, was, like, equally as generic last year, too, and this year as well. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it was a pretty basic song, but they sold the fuck out of it. Same with Lundvik. Like, his song was also pretty, I would say, pretty generic, but he really, really imbibed it with some, like, some personality and some soul. Whereas, like, I think, I don't know if it's this song, or maybe this is the fact that Tuss is really young and, like, he just doesn't have as much experience performing that I'm just, I'm not getting anything from here. And like, yeah, I don't want to take away from the fact that it's like amazing that they voted for him, that he won. No, Um, no. I mean, I think I would agree that it's in the song, but I don't think that, I think that he did what he could with it. Oh, I don't don't think, I don't think that if he amped it up 10%, that like anyone would hold a different opinion of it. Like, I think it's honestly just the song. Like, I don't think it's fair to say that he didn't sell it because he's young. I think, I think that if you had, if you had given him like Lundvik song or whatever, like, I think he has the charisma and the performance to probably nail it. Like I haven't seen his other stuff, but I don't want to like say that he couldn't because I don't know it enough. But I think that, um, it, it's the song choice and just the he hits the notes that it requires but it just doesn't have that that wow factor that people are looking for coming from sweden i think it's just I it's not an addictive like, hook i don't see any of him in this is what i what i mean to say right like he like there's there's songs like even if they're generic that like 
the the artist can still sort of imbibe them with something of their personality, even if the song wasn't necessarily written for them or anything. But like, I'm just, I just, I don't get any of him. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I think, but I think I, you're right. It's it's the song, right? It's not him. Yeah, I mean, I think again, I, I think it's it's the song. Like, mm-hmm. you also have to keep in mind that he is, you know, what you said, sixteen years old. Yeah, sixteen or seventeen, and he's. Yeah, and he's from a foreign country, and like, yeah, he he'll he'd know English by now, but like knowing it to the point of being able to convey like emotion and in the way that like you would want, or like a like interpretive feeling for each and every note may not be like as. He speaks English really well, type. actually, in his yeah. interviews. Like, right? Okay, I don't know. Yeah. No, yeah, I don't think it's any of that. I mean, I just feel like, I don't just feel like it's like a bad match of song and artist. Yeah, I think that's like, purely like, it. Like, I feel like anyone could have sung this song, and it would be mediocre with anyone singing it. And I feel like a song that was better matched to his, I just feel like it doesn't even really match, like, his voice and talents. Yeah. And, like, stage presence that well. Like, it just feels like something that anyone could sing, and I'd rather have something that, like, really feels like it was like a song built around his talents and that's not what I get from this song. What what does the what do the ratings say right now about it? I mean he's not in the top like ten by any means. I think he is, isn't he? Is he? Because Sweden's always in the top. Yeah, I mean because I I, I feel like the ge- genericness oh, sells. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say the genericness appeals. I agree. Yeah, yeah. In the in the odds, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, uh, yeah. I mean that doesn't. You're right. I think this is, in a way, it is broadly appealing, but I think much like Sweden has been broadly appealing in the last few years, where it's just like juries eat it up, and then it gets like nothing in the televote, like because they've just been kind of like lacking that authenticity factor maybe or people are just really sick of sweden whatever it might be mm-hmm. i think this is not going to escape that trap you know i agree with that but maybe we'll be wrong i mean i don't yeah i mean i don't know like i would say that i felt like i had certain predictions for the mamas in lundvik and those didn't come true <laughs> the way that i thought they would mm-hmm. So I feel like even though we may not appreciate the song, just because we feel like it's super generic, I could see it going far. Even though even though it's not like one of our favorites. Okay. It just seems to have that component that drives songs. I mean, but it's the same with like Switzerland. Like I don't like Switzerland, you guys like Switzerland, it's like high in the odds, like I feel like this one could be like a surprise too. Yeah. I mean we really never know. Like I think because we're so in it, as far as Eurovision goes, like, it's very hard for us to actually predict what's going to happen at the contest. And I think anyone who's really into Eurovision and thinks they know how to predict this stuff is just full of shit. (laughs) Yeah. Um, On that note, uh, thank you all for listening once again. We'll be back next week. And in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at SSE underscore pod, on Instagram at Star Spangled Eurovision, on Facebook at facebook.com slash Star Spangled Eurovision. 
Also, there's still time for you guys to be part of our Star Spangled Jury. Anyone can participate. All you have to do is send us your top 10 from this year, either to us on Twitter in a DM, um, on Instagram. You can send us an email uh, to starspangledeurovision at gmail.com. Track us down in person and shove it down our throats. I don't care how you do it. Just give us your top 10 and by May 15th, and we'll include it in our final jury ranking. Um, again, that is by May 15th. Give us your top 10. Anyone can participate. You don't have to even be an American listener. Anyone, anyone, anyone. You don't have to be a... So you could be stateless, bro. I mean, <laughs> you don't need to be affiliated with any country. We don't care. We really don't care as long as you... Just want to give us your top 10. Hell, you don't even have to listen to this podcast, even though you obviously are right now. So I don't know why I'm saying that. You don't even need a name. You don't. <laughs> you, don't you can be a ghost. You can be... Don't be a bot. That's all we ask. Yeah, yeah, no. It's way too it. late here. Please just end this outro. <laughs> all right. Thank you all. See you guys next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys.